This is Among the Stacks, produced by the Allen County Public Library in Scottsville, Kentucky. The podcast where you learn what we're reading and recommending in the library news. Hi, I'm Sheila Stovall. And I'm Dee. Thanks for joining us for Among the Stacks today. Well, there are lots of fun things going on at the Allen County Public Library. Our regular programming for children has started for September, and so toddlers are invited to toddler time on Wednesdays at 10. And also, parents can choose to from three pre-K story hours to bring your preschool child. So we offer the same programs on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10 and on Wednesdays at 1. So you do need to call and make a reservation because we're trying to uh, practice social distancing. So we have a smaller numbers in those groups. So call us at 237-3861 to reserve your child's place. So, And Delonda, you've also started new programming for teens as well. Tell us about that. Yes, so we had a Perler Bead Club last week, and then this week we are going to have a game night where we will use the life-size games that uh, I created a couple years ago. And then the following week is really exciting. Miss Abby is going to create mazes using CDs or old CD cases. And then, excuse me, the following week after that, We're going to do fingerprints with the Scottsville Police Department. They're going to teach us how they use fingerprints, how they dust for them, and the various ways that they can collect them and how they analyze them. So that one's really exciting. And then the last Thursday of the month at 7 is going to be Teen Book Club, and we are reading The Black Witch. Wait a minute. You said, is it starting at 7? I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not. It's not starting at 7. It's starting at 5. These all start at 5 on Thursday. Okay, because I'm thinking, I normally go home at 7. I didn't know if you are going to stay afterwards, but that's okay. It's been a long day. My brain has already clocked out, I guess. Um, so the book we're reading for Teen Book Club is The Black Witch by Lori Forrest. Okay, and, then and you- teens can stop by the library to pick up a copy of that book if they want to join in on that? Yes, and uh, registration is required for all of the programs, just so we know who's coming and we make sure we have enough supplies Oh, that's great. Well, I am super excited to let our listeners know that our annual Friends of the Library book sale is going to take place on September 16th and 17th. And folks, it is it's during the Jacksonian uh, Festival on that Saturday, but stop in early on Friday because... I know there will be a lot of books to go out of here on Friday at the valuable, wonderful price of $1 per bag of books. So that's like a grocery store plastic bag full. So uh, stop by on September 16th and 17th for our annual Friends of the Library book sale. We have so many books because we haven't had the opportunity to have a book sale since prior to COVID. So we're super excited about that. And we also have... uh, strings and things which is knitting and crafts that's going to be meeting every wednesday at five o'clock and that's miss jamie and miss chelsea uh program they are the crafters i'm not very crafty at all they've tried to teach me to crochet and it's just not worked out well so uh let me see you had some art programs to tell us about too didn't you 
Yes, so Miss Mariah is having an acrylic class on September the 24th at 10 a.m., and the Scottsville Art Guild is also going to be giving a class that morning at 10 a.m. as well. I believe they're using watercolors and maybe color pencils. I know that it's two mediums, but one of them definitely is watercolor, I believe. Okay. Well, be sure to check out our website, folks, or our Facebook page. Follow us on Facebook to know all the things, because we have not listed all of the programs that are going on here at the library. So uh, anything else about programming you wanted to share, Dee? Not right now that I can think of. Okay. I I think we've covered it. It's a busy month. We've got a lot programmed. It's so fun to have um, the library full of people again. Well, I have been on vacation last week, and I've been reading lots of good books. And so I wanted to start out and tell our readers about a new book by Susan Wiggs that I read. And it's not normally I don't read romances, but I read a book called Sugar and Salt by Susan Wiggs. And I love this book because it sort of moves back in time. So you have two romances in this. You have uh, one of the settings of the romance is from the late 60s and early 1970s. So it's a biracial couple. Ida's family did not approve of her relationship with Frances. Uh, She is African-American. And Francis was in medical school, but he had to take a semester off to work. And so he was drafted. And instead of going to Vietnam, he leaves Ida and everyone he knows for Canada. And then the love story picks up to the present day. And then we also have a romance between Ida's son, Jerome, who is the owner of a bakery called Sugar. And uh, he has a new tenant next door. Margo uh, is a Texan. And uh, she has a she opens a barbecue restaurant named Salt. So that's the name of the title, Sugar and Salt. But I like uh, that the author delves into some difficult topics. Um, and uh, Margot was raised by a single mother in Texas. And she really has no one since her mother died when she was 16 or 17 years old. And But Margot, Margot is a character who overcomes. And uh, so she goes on to be an award-winning um owner of a restaurant, very successful, but she has a past. And just when she's starting to feel successful and secure and at peace, her past comes back Um, and uh, there are headlines. And so anyway, but that's called Sugar and Salt by uh, Susan Wiggs. And I highly recommend this book. Okay. Dee, do you have any books you want to tell us about that you've been reading? Uh, I've been reading several I have gotten on a Tess Gerritsen kick. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll just mention two that I've liked the most. Now, is hers. she a suspense author? Murder, suspense, mystery mm-hmm. kind of author. So the first one is The Bone Garden. And um, it starts off, this lady has purchased this really old, rundown house. And she finds out after she purchased it that the previous owner had been found deceased in the backyard. Well, she decides she's going to dig and make a garden back there and ends up finding another body where she was digging. Uh And then it it travels in time back to the 1800s to the key characters that concern that body that was buried. So the book goes back and forth between the present and the 1800s to solve this mystery. Um, The girl in the present actually meets an elderly man whose family had owned the house, and they find journals. So it's a really neat kind of historical 
mystery, I think. Um, well, it's really popular right now for authors to go back in time, you know, the time, I call it time bopping, but I don't, I don't know if that's the right word for if that's a real word or not. So, but I, think but I enjoy, I enjoy those types of novels and seeing how the past is connected to the future. So, so did you like it? I did. I enjoyed that one. Okay. Um, and then I'm listening to another one right now. I've not finished it. It's called The Surgeon. And this one is where uh, the serial killer um, is very detailed in the way he tortures and kills his victims. And there's actually a surgeon that he's targeting and sending um, pictures and stuff to. And I've not made it very far in, but that's um, there she's trying to help the police solve the mystery so is that tess garrison as well the author it is oh okay is. oh okay so two two uh, two books you're but you're liking that book as well you're right in the middle of that book yes so we don't want to tell them too much anyway right. to tell them what's going on well i read a really another good book that i really enjoyed and it was a historical fiction and it did a little bit of a time bop. And so uh, there's two time frames, and it's actually a family. And I, at the first of the book, it's called The Cartographer's Secret by Tia Cooper. And I got a little bit confused because I didn't realize they were moving from one to the other. And so the one character who's in both time periods of the story is Olivia. And so it just got a little bit confusing because um, it's the story starts out in the Hunter Valley of Australia in the 1880s. And then the second part of the history goes into 1920. So there's only about 30 years between one part of the story and the second part of the story. And uh, there's a young woman, Letitia Rawlings, uh, the book opens with her in the 1920s, actually, and her brother is on a boat and there's an explosion. So he was the family heir. And with his death, Letitia becomes the heiress or the one that all the family responsibility falls upon. And I think they live in Sydney, actually. And she then um, is the one to go to tell her great aunt Olivia about the death of her brother because her mother, Letitia's mother and this great aunt haven't spoken for over 30 years. And then when Letitia gets to the family farm out in the wilderness, um, she discovers, you know, she's always known that she had an aunt Evie who died, but, what she didn't know is that Evie was actually an adult and there was a mystery uh, revolving around her disappearance. And so, so you have the mystery of Evie's disappearance and part of the story is actually told from Evie's point of view. And that's where I got confused. I'm like, who's talking now? Cause I was listening to the audiobook. I'm like, wait a minute, what's going on? So I had, you have to pay it. You really have to pay attention to it. But it was very interesting to hear about Australia and, the, you know, there, there is a romance between um, Letitia and uh, Nathaniel. He's a drover. And, of course, he could never, you know, pursue someone like Evie who's polished. But for the 1920s, Evie is a woman who, I mean, she's pretty um, self 
self-sufficient, I suppose. She's driving around in a car when a lot of people have never even seen a car. And she knows how to take care of it. She knows how to change a tire. And, you know, so to be really someone of wealth and privilege, she's pretty self-sufficient. And um, so so I really like, I mean, I honestly really like Letitia. She was no wilting flower you know uh and then and i really liked her aunt olivia because she was out in the homestead and really it's Letitia that felt at home out in the you know on the they didn't call it a homestead i can't remember what they call it uh in australia but the you know the big thousands of acres of their their land or uh, branch or whatever you call it. And uh, so it was, it was really a, a, a well-written story. I felt like, but you really, it, you really had to pay attention or you'd become confused between the two different time periods. So, but, um, but that was good. Well, have you been reading anything else? I actually read another adult uh, kind of mystery book suspense by Heather Chavez, mm-hmm. is how I think you say her name. It's called No Bad Deed, and the main character, Cassie, is driving home one night, and she witnesses this guy beating up and attempting to kill this woman on the side of the road, and she actually calls 911 and then gets out of her vehicle to try to stop this guy, and he yells out, who do you love? Um, I forget how he worded it exactly, but it was something about the one you love is going to die or something like that and so the next day this uh, Cassie's husband disappears and so the book's her trying to find her husband and solve why oh, this wow. guy said that to her and it's a it's one of those that has several plot twists and really keep you going with it now Jamie read it too and she didn't like it so I don't know I enjoyed it you got to stick with it it does take a little while to get into but I enjoyed it so oh my goodness uh- <laughs> that sounds like that sounds very suspenseful to me because <laughs> it was well I live out in the country so you know I don't I don't you know the thought of something like that uh, terrifies me and especially if you watch any news shows or things like that it's just a mean old world that we live in um, yeah. so I'm going to just stay out hidden in the country out there <laughs> where no one no one can find me or bother me. So, um, so you, you and Jamie read some very suspenseful books, and so we do. Now, I did read one more book, and it was okay. Um, I think it was a, it was really written for divorced women. I felt like I didn't realize that that there was such a category as divorced fiction, but it was called um, "Out of the Clear Blue Sky" by Kristen Higgins. And so the the story opens with Lily. She's a nurse midwife, uh, and the setting is Cape Cod. And she's preparing for the empty nest, and she and her husband have grown a little bit apart. And so she plans this wonderful European vacation and um, to surprise him with sort of like a second honeymoon, that sort of thing. But the night that she goes to tell him about this, uh, I'm not spoiling it because the book opens uh, with uh, her taking a skunk to her ex-husband's wedding. Ew. So anyway, <laughs> so that Ugh. first off, okay. So he tells her he's leaving her for a younger woman. And it turns out it's a woman that she introduced him to, a very wealthy woman. His parents own um, 
uh, a real estate business and they were off on vacation in some exotic location and asked her to show this house to this woman in this uh, wealthy. Well, you think she, she is wealthy, this wealthy uh, young woman who seems to be perfect uh, then takes uh, steals her perfect husband. And so, um, but anyway, but it's really about Lily building her new life and discovering that, you know, her husband leaving her might just be the best thing that ever happened to her. So I do think there's a lot of women who would enjoy this, but I did feel like it was sort of cookie cutter. I could kind of, I knew, I sort of knew what was going to happen in it, but it was a real light like read and and so i did like how um to see lily grow uh and change and find find herself so but that was out of the clear blue sky by kristen higgins so that's all i have been reading lately did you have anything else that you wanted to share with our listeners today i've got one more it's a the young adult book that we read for book club last month so it's called the forest of souls by Lori m lee and so the main character is Sersha. She's shaman born, which is not really like a witch, but she has special uh, powers. So she actually ends up saving her best friend. So she like gets, a medicine person or herbs or chants? It's, it's kind of like a special ability. Like she can't do all kinds of different magical things, but her power is a soul guide. So she was actually able to bring her friend back after she was killed in an attack. And then they take her to the Forest of Souls where um, all these uh, dead souls are trapped and it's causing decay in the magical kingdom. And the book is about her trying to figure out a way to release those souls and figure out what's keeping them there. And there's a pretty good plot twist towards the end. And I don't want to go too far into detail because they'll figure it out if I do. Mm -hmm. But um, it was really good. Oh, well, that sounds good. You know, a lot of times people don't realize that we have collections for every age. In the children's sections, we have easy books and then juvenile fiction and juvenile nonfiction. And then we have also different um we have young adult books that adults can read and it goes mm-hmm. back and forth. But, and then also we have Christian fiction and we have just regular fiction and nonfiction. And a lady commented the other day that she didn't realize how many large print books that we have. And so, you know, we want to have books for everyone. And so if there's a special book, movie or music artist that you'd like to see offered at the library, please let us known um you know we have a really new popular author right now and it's because one of our patrons read a book i think the author's colleen hoover and sounds yes and um anyway it's like so now we're getting all these older colleen hoover books and like she's telling all of her friends and so there's sort of this long waiting list for these colleen hoover books which are great i have not read one of them but Someone out there likes them and they're telling other people. And uh, I love that. And then there's another new uh, author that we've been getting. I can't remember the name of this author, but it's about like a quilting series. It's a fictional book. 
and uh, Hazelwood. Her last name, her is, last Hazelwood. name is Hazelwood. That author, and that again came from one of our patrons who requested uh, the book by this author. So please don't hesitate to ask us if we don't have a book or an author that you'd like to to read. All you have to do is ask us, and we will do our very best to to get that for you. So I'll just let you know that we really do listen to you. You're our patrons, and and we want to make sure we have the books books that uh, you want to read. It's not about what I want to read, but I hope today that we've shared some of the books that we've read and enjoyed, and maybe you'll try them out, or maybe you'll stop by the library and tell us something you've read and really enjoyed, so we can consider that too. So I like to read a little bit of everything so that uh, I can tell you, as patrons ask us what you recommend, you know, the first thing we're going to ask is, well, what authors do you like? And so hopefully I've read a few of those authors. All right, then. Well, I don't have anything else left to share today, Dee. Well, how about you? I don't either. I think we've covered quite a bit. Okay. Well, we hope to see you at the book sale again. That's going to be on September uh, 16th and 17th, or is it the 15th? It's the 16th and 17th. It's the 16th, September 16th and 17th. So bring your dollar, get a bag of books, bring more than $1 and get lots of bags of books. Yeah. And, you know, it's the funny thing, even though when we have a book sale and we sell all these books, books are like magnets or boomerangs. It's like as our patrons read those books, they come right back. It's the funniest thing. I'll think, oh, we've got all this room in our storage <laughs> shelf. And then I'll turn around a few months later and it's room again. The, it's full. Yes. The room is full because of the books that people bring back to us, which we really do appreciate. We just appreciate the community support. But I'll sign off now. So thanks for joining us today for Among the Stats. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to Among the Stacks, a podcast produced by the staff of the Allen County Public Library in Scottsville, Kentucky. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to seeing you Among the Stacks.